the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You should be able to hear us okay, but we're not going to be able to hear you for a minute uh, while we get everything fixed up at the station, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So, um, yep, give us a call and let's uh, talk gardening with you. Nope, you're not gonna. You're gonna. No, no, don't put on your headphones. What? You're gonna hear another thing. I'm gonna hear you, other things. Do you hear someone giving a sermon on your headphones? No. You don't? Is that our man? What do you I hear? hadn't put them on yet. Oh, put them on your head. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. What are you hearing? Yeah, you're hearing a sermon. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, what are we? Were you inspired so by t- Christmas, Milton? No, no. So we're, we're just going to pretend we can hear, hear people? N- yeah, we're just going to pretend until Al gets it fixed. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Merry Christmas. Merry uh, belated Christmas. Hope you enjoyed yesterday's show. Um, <laughs> I, I loved all the music that I was associated with. Yeah. Did you? I liked, <laughs> I liked all the talk about uh, Poison Oak. I think that was what warmed my heart the most. What about the mosquitoes in the toilet? Oh, yeah, that was, that was beautiful. <laughs> Very touching. <laughs> I, ho- I hope they couldn't hear you in the background yelling, this is Motherville Christmas show. <laughs> I think they did. Say, mm-hmm. That's not, that sounds that's that's too close to the Cajun Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a good time. Yeah. Then. And uh, I don't know if anybody listened to it. Well, or we not. should have uh, nominated. There we go. Now we're okay. Should have nominated it for an award. We haven't absolutely. We haven't gotten an award in a while. <laughs> They're probably figuring that one is enough for us. Kevin. Yeah. After twenty some years, huh? Well, we may be able to do. Uh, Next new our New Year's Eve show. What do y'all want to discuss on New Year's Day? We have some interviews set up that folks are going to enjoy. We'll talk about the uh, hopefully these things we haven't recorded it yet. Cause yeah, well, Burgers I can't wait to hear how the the bird, bird count. count went. Yeah, and I'm uh, interested in knowing how many sparrows they count. Oh gosh. So should they, I they be? Can, they better. They better. Now you can plug in. They better be putting that on the. 
They better put putting him uh, them on a bird count. Well, yeah, they would do that. Uh, well, you t better tell this woman that's calling in. Uh, I'm gonna raise holy hell if they didn't count sparrows. I'm sure they counted sparrows. Calvin, would no, you? No, they won't. Well, I don't think they will. Come they won't count sparrows. Why? It's a bird count. How many? What yeah. birds do they count? They count. Well, part of it is to to make management strategies, and oh. and so unless you're you're thinking of uh, trying to increase the sparrow uh, population or decrease the sparrow population, would you? You probably wouldn't concentrate a lot of effort on determining the characteristics of the population. Plus, they have years <laughs> and years and years have uh, the uh, sparrow population has been rather, rather stable. Yeah. So you don't. You the know, sparrows are doing fine. In other words, <laughs> but you're no looking. Need to you're count. looking for. I guess if the if the population changed drastically, they'd be real, real interested, but. They haven't detected anything like that. Calvin, you're making a lot of excuses for them not counting sparrows. No, they don't have to in my country. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, we will, we'll, we'll have to talk with them about that and, and more coming up. I, w I want historical counts if they didn't do it this you, year. You, you, need to, you need to have your own meeting with them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well you, and, you and... I'm telling you, don't. You, Don't you mess and, around with the sparrow. You and Don and the uh, Ottoman people. <laughs> now she's not going to want to come on. Now. <laughs> All right. Okay. So yeah, how was everybody's Christmas? It was good. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. Yeah, it was. Gosh, unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, like a like a uh, mid, uh, May. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I think it got into the. Did it get into the low 80s or just the upper 70s? Upper 70s. Okay. Yeah. But the I forecast was 80. I don't know if it. <laughs> I don't know if it got there or not. But I remember when when I was young, and that was almost 20 years ago. Uh, <laughs> try, <laughs> try 50 <laughs> or more. <laughs> but uh, the uh, biggest thing about uh, Christmas Day was if you got new bikes. Yeah. In the small town that we lived around, I mean, the streets were populated with people with new bikes and we ride all over town which you can't do anymore by the way why not i don't know uh, but uh, you mean in that particular town you yeah can? yeah well oh. in most small towns where yeah. they used to ride the bikes all the time and we'd go to our favorite uh hill mm -hmm. that uh I, I, I was very young when I got my first bike, and of course I couldn't go up that hill. And so the the object uh, of growing older and getting stronger was to be able to go up that hill. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was in front of my uh, great uncle's house. But uh, we had a lot of fun back in those days. Did you ever go by your not so great uncle's house? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I wonder. Uh, I wonder for those who didn't see it on the radio, he rolled his eyes at me and then <laughs> looked confused. I wonder if that's true about uh, little towns. You can't ride your bikes anymore. I have never heard that. No, I don't. Uh, uh, well, it, you know, of course, it's a different. It's a different age now, Kevin. Uh, yeah, but did you ride I'm your bikes around? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't. And. Uh, 
And when I think of my nephews and, and nieces and grandkids, they, yeah, they, they ride, ride all around too. So I think it's just your imagination. Oh, could yeah, okay. be. Or, or that's why I asked if it was that specific <laughs> town. So are you telling us because you got a bike for Christmas? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I've got a bike in the garage if I could ever dig it out. Yeah, Back you wouldn't there. have to worry about your truck. <laughs> you could ride your bike here. Uh, no. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yeah, we used to have a guy who worked for Extension, and we were downtown. Across, uh, over, across the police department and over jail, over the jail, uh, over during the detention and uh, across from the jailhouse. But anyway, uh, he lived out in northwest San Antonio. And that fool would ride his bike to work every day. Yeah. On the back streets and everything. And I think he only got hit once or twice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> San Antonio, we were noticing it the other day, has good bike lanes now. They've uh, yeah, they didn't have any bike no, lane back then. No, they've they've worked hard to improve it. We were driving, I forget what street, and there was a <laughs> a group of cyclists, and they were doing they were doing okay. Oh, it was uh, uh it was almost uh, it was a uh, McCullough by Almost Park. Uh, I <laughs> think if you do your homework and. Uh, yeah, you'll be Check you'll be fine. Paths. Yeah. I think they're still threatening areas mm -hmm. that you you probably wouldn't avoid, and you certainly wouldn't want your third graders going there. But uh, but don't you think Jerry could kind of bike from his house here? <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> <laughs> is it downhill? In the old days, he could. He could. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, yeah, I, I always see people jogging. Up and down Bandera Highway, and I think to myself, I said, "Those people are tired of of uh, jogging, so that's why they're jogging up and down Bandera Highway." Oh, yeah, I would be a little frightened uh. on Bandera Road. <laughs> yeah, no. Bandera is a threat. Oh, a yeah, one. that's it's getting bigger, getting I'm more traffic. I'm scared every to day. just drive well, down Bandera the Road. The turn lanes are. You now, if you let me ask you something. If you're running down Bandera uh -huh. and you come to a red light and you run through it, yeah, are you going to get a ticket? No, no you're probably going to get a coffin. If you live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think I think unless unless there's a an issue on a specific intersection, the police are uh, pretty liberal to. Uh, Bike, bicycle, yeah, and maybe so. Rub. But well, they have they have they have the red they light. Be? They should have the red light cameras. That's what my joke was about. Oh. which means so when you go to, when I go down Bandera, I'm getting like nervous watching, trying to time it. <laughs> <laughs> really? <coughs> yeah. Why, why don't you just adhere to the? the I the, do, the, but the you can, but you can get caught. You can kind of be like, okay, you're like right there, and it goes yellow. So I can either then slam. You stop. I can either slam on my brakes. Or I can uh, try to hopefully get through it in time. So I'm trying to time it. Maybe I'm I'm focusing too much on the energy. Maybe I have too much They're energy. Making you nervous, Will. It does make me nervous. I don't want to get a ticket. <coughs> I would. I want to adhere to the laws, but did sometimes I, that's difficult. Did I tell you? Uh, you, you know, I I do the the uh, Babcock, mm -hmm. and it's not not quite as bad as Bandera, not as threatening, yeah. and not as many turns or businesses. <coughs> But it's it's pretty a lot of traffic. Yeah, 
But they, you know, at there at Wurzbach and Bandera, the uh, medical center traffic, the people, a lot of people have a tendency on that, just like Milton was talking about. Uh, if the yellow, if they can see the yellow from a block away, then they figure they could. Yeah, they, they could get through. Yeah. Through. Well, but they get wor- they get worse and worse. It gets red. <laughs> and uh, the other day, uh, it was just amazing. The ca- a car went in. In in the red, oh, uh, in the red, and and the people did not stop. Everybody honked their horn at this person, and uh, she had to stop. And I'm, then when I was thinking, why did they treat her differently? And there she was, had her, oh, she had her phone oh, too. Like, oh you know, my gosh! And <laughs> she and they, she could not move. But I mean, it was just one of these <laughs> g- general rebellions, you know. <laughs> What is it they say? Red and yellow, kill a fella? Yeah. Our girl, our woman? Something like that. On the phone. Yeah, I've heard that before. All right. 210-308-8867. We can now hear you if you call. So tell us what's going on in your <laughs> in your world, in your gardening world. Do we Have we discussed uh, poinsettias to death? Or do we want to discuss how to keep them alive? We've kind of discussed them have we? to death. Okay. I mean, you know, Go the, to Plan Jerry and I, we used to talked about him. Cherry has been involved with the uh, producer for years and years and years. Yeah. And then uh, and all those developments that have occurred and uh, the initiatives that they've taken. Um, but, yeah, it's been a... But we're, we're certainly willing to answer questions. Yeah, so if you have a question, give us a call. We'll try to answer it for you. We had, we had our visitor we try to answer it. <laughs> well, you know, Either we'll, we'll answer it or we'll hang up on it. No, well, actually, we answer it. <laughs> we'll try to give you the correct answer. Oh yeah, because okay. oftentimes we, you, there's someone here who tends to make up stuff. What? Uh-huh. Calvin, you got to that. <laughs> you know, poinsettias uh. came from a country called Poinsettia. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> On the Isle of Poinsettia. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, let's see. We and uh, <laughs> they they were in I a. I think fro- we actually had a column. In yeah. Oh, do we? Okay, yesterday. Okay, well, let's uh, see which one of us is right. They they were a tro- it was not a tropical plant, but uh, it was oh, no. fr- from a, a Antarctica. No, we didn't have poinsettias. That was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, yeah. and that's yeah. why you want to put ice on them so they remember their homeland. There you go, exactly. That's what I thought. I didn't know you'd remember that. <laughs> that's, that's right. For some reason, the Express News liked uh, the uh, both like Neil's and my column. Oh, great. oh good. Oh, oh, this that's a good uh are was yet are you the killing weeds? Uh, no, no, is that I'm Neil? The, I'm questions drop as leaves fall. Oh. <laughs> and then Neil Neil is uh, <clears throat> some pretty complimentary I mean kind of information that uh, that went to well, well together. I'll pass that to Jerry. <laughs> Passing oh, it across. Oh, by the, the way, yeah. my my red oak is now dropping leaves. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is irritating my son, because the leaves are dropping in the pet bowl oh. feeders, so they <laughs> they fall. Well, t- tell tell them it could be in the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. And, and then that that'll irritate it. <laughs> but uh, the Chinese pistache in my backyard, the original Chinese pistache, uh, is turning its beautiful yellow fall color just now yeah and uh 
And it's beginning to drop a few. Uh-huh. How about the, the Cedar Elms have all dropped, haven't they? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, in my neighborhood, the Cedar Elms. <laughs> well, and of course, um, the uh, Burr Oaks have dropped. Yep. And, and the pecans. Every, th- every time those winds came through. Oh, I was yeah. thinking of you, Jerry, because Uh-oh. the winds would come through one direction and blow all those leaves in a big pile ba- mm. up against my my fences and things. And I say, well, in Jerry's neighborhood, they just keep going. There you go. And then, but then the wind would. It looked like it was going to maybe get over <laughs> the fence, but the wind would change directions, and so that it'd go back. Uh. <laughs> so, I I I justified the whole that uh, that it was good for the. It was good for the landscape there to have you those go. leaves. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and my uh, rescue grass is just really prospering. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. There's a young lady with shorts on. She's in shorts, on, too. Though. Yeah. Earth. See what you've done, Milton? I know. I'm a trendsetter. Shorts on. People say, what's Milton wearing today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, got some Christmas cards, of course, uh, but I've got a, a note from my man up in East Texas, uh, Tom Westbrook, mm-hmm. and he writes a Merry Christmas to you, hope all is well with you, said wanting to know, let you know that the surviving Parsons Chili Patine plant, mm. none of them ever produced seed that made yellow chili patines. You know, I, oh yeah, we had the yellows. Uh, yeah, I told usually get maybe... Five percent of the seed that you save from a red, they have some yellows in there. Uh, and then he says, uh, "His are all red." That if you happen to have a few yellow plant seeds, I would like to see about getting some. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one that I had lost all the seed of. Oh, and uh, all the patine seed, and he. <laughs> I don't know how we got in touch the first time, but, uh, oh, I know. He called D. Emery looking for some more plant. More I'm seed. trying to remember if I've got yellow. Lots of red. Uh, yeah. I think I, got, I think I had some yeah. yellow. Yeah, every now and then you'll yeah. get a yellow. And if you save the seed of the yellow, most of them will come back as yellow. I'll try to remember to see if I can but anyway, gather him up some. Tom had some frozen. Had some frozen uh, chili patine. Uh, he loved the fruit. <laughs> he loved the fruit, and uh, so he, I didn't have any seed. I said, "Send me the ones you, ha- some of the ones you have frozen." And he did, and I extracted the seed, and uh, they go started started them again, and. Uh, uh, the problem was was to have somebody that would be patient enough to sit there and, and harvest the red ones, or harvest all the ripe, ripe ones. But uh, what I always did, being very cognizant of uh, the ills and <laughs> that fear. Cognizant. <laughs> I know. It's a Christmas miracle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got a thesaurus. University of Tennessee, huh? <laughs> Kansas State. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, somebody that had been injured, maybe 
heart attack or broken leg or broken arm or uh, older people tend to do weird stuff to me. So they uh, would they were upset. Yeah, Jer- Jerry, I don't know, huh? <laughs> they would they would be upset that they couldn't come to the work day. Oh, so they would get the. Uh, so I said, okay, come on to the work day. I'll find something for you to do. In the greenhouse, even there was covered at that time, and uh, so I would set them down by those <laughs> those plants and let them pick the chili patines, and then I would take the fruit home and extract the seed. Oh, okay. The last person <laughs> that we had that did that task for me was Jack Hoover, the one. Oh. That the one, hey. the guy that uh, poor Jack, his, <laughs> his wife had to save him and move him out. Yeah, yeah he's in the moved. witness. He's in the witness protection program <laughs> yeah. now, or, pretty or the volunteer protection program now. <laughs> he, you know. She was pretty tough on Jack. You know, I mean, he was, he was just packaging up a few seeds for us. Just yeah, like four or five thousand, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, it only took him till two a.m. every evening. Oh yeah, and yeah. I told him when I gave him the seed. Oh, the fruit. Oh, I gave him the seed. I said, now, Jack, we know that your wife doesn't like for you to be staying up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning packaging seed. I said, there's no hurry on these. Just uh, get them done when you can. But we need to take them to the nurseries tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. But Lucy, his wife, after Jack <laughs> was uh, was on point for doing something like that, and he would stay up till two and three o'clock mm. in the morning, yeah. night after night, till those seeds were packaged up. She said, "We there's only one way we're getting away from Parsons. <laughs> we are moving." Yeah, and uh, so so I when I took the seed over. I'd have to call and make sure Lucy was not at home when I delivered <laughs> the seed. I had to sneak them in, uh-huh. throw them through a back window, and all that kind of stuff. All right, but we still he had the, he had the same relationship with my mother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we still we still have some uh, Crawford lettuce seed here at the oh, nursery. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, in uh, by the cash register, cashier, and. Uh, it's not too late to plant uh, Crawford lettuce seeds. And a carrot seed is doing really well. Oh, yeah. Uh, sweet peas. <laughs> All right, we're going to find out what's doing well in a, more, in a moment, but we're making Al nervous. we got to take a break. Are you okay, Milton? No, I'm okay, but Al's nervous back at the station. <laughs> He's always nervous. I know. It's, that's his Maybe job. we need to get him some medication. No, no. We like him nervous on edge. <laughs> yeah, give him a few of those chili patines. Yeah, yeah that'll make him nervous. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons right here at Millburgers live on the porch, and we welcome your calls, and uh, let's uh, be a part of the show. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. on 
Spencer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And uh, maybe out there is Warren Remy, Spider-Man of Spider-Man Pest Control, listening to the show. Warren, we encourage you to give us a call. You had some questions and stuff that you uh, wanted to get some clarity on. So if you're uh, out and about today, I know it's a holiday, but you can give us a call. And if you have bugs or anything bothering you at your home, all those pests, you can give Warren a call at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. They have been your web protection since 1976, and they'll uh, you'll like the way you're treated. You're, you're a part of... The uh, the process it's not just oh we got to do this 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 or they throw out some terms or nope um, they want you to know what they're going to do they want you to feel comfortable with what they're going to do uh, and they want you to be a part of it too so uh, you'll like GoSpiderManPest.com is the website GoSpiderManPest.com or call Spiderman Pest Control at two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one I wonder if you heard our show yesterday and. My talk about mosquitoes in the toilet. I don't know. He never has mentioned mosquitoes in the toilet. No. <laughs> well, he kind of expects that you flush it. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that, is that how you solve it? Well, that, oh, yeah. That disturbs the mosquitoes because they're right at the edge of the water. Well, no, I thought we just kind of flush them down. They go into well, a, you, you don't, don't, you don't, you don't even up. have. Oh. You don't even have to flush them down. Just the movement of the water, if it's frequent well enough. Oh, we'll, okay. We'll do it. Well, there you go. That's so cute, though. Sucking up that water. What kind of... It's not as bad as puppies. <laughs> puppies drinking out of there. Uh, <laughs> what kind of pestilence house does Jerry have? Oh, the roaches roam free. And the... the, 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 the Bathrooms are full of mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't want to spend too much time describing that. Oh, uh, okay. Let's lay. Yeah, we'll move on. I used to get a, get a kick out of Johnny Chuck uh, and his daughter Trudy. There, Trudy's doing the show now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would always call in and <clears throat> when they were talking about toilet, and uh, the, which they did quite often. And uh, they were talking about toilet bowl tr- cleaners. And I would always say, well, will that hurt my dog? He drinks out of the toilet. And, so, and Trudy just flipped out. I mean, she would say, oh, no, you, you let the dog drink out of the toilet? I said, well, yes. <laughs> he loves to drink fresh water there. It's like a spring. <sighs> and she, she said, but isn't that nasty? I said, oh, no. Hey, if you've ever run bird dogs or had dogs that go out and hunt, what do they do? They drink out of puddle, dirty puddles and uh, uh, muddy ponds and everything else. They think the toilet's in heaven. Came out of heaven. She flip out. Yeah, I can understand that. But Johnny would always tell us that now, Trudy, you... You've got to answer this question. I mean, this is a serious question. He's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else you got there? Uh, I love the... <laughs> I would just... Get... Go ahead. You're doing fine. Uh, oh, we were going to ask Calvin what was growing well in his garden. Sorry. You mentioned carrots. What else is doing well? Beets. Beets are doing great. And the uh, 
Of course, the, the English peas are blooming, and the pods are starting. Sweet peas are not not producing any blooms yet, but they're um, putting a little uh, growth on, which is, uh, let's see, what this is uh, end of December. So that's that's good. Yeah. It's quite a long season if they, if unless the freeze gets them. Uh, and, of course, all the all of the the greens yeah are doing well as i was walking in they've still got the beautiful spinach and they've also got some good broccoli yeah good looking broccoli broccoli is ready to be harvested and you you got if you planted two sets of broccoli you probably got the big heads on the the latest the last one you planted and you got the smaller side shoots on the ones that you planted earlier in the season, so and cauliflower, I've still mm-hmm. got a f- few big heads of cauliflower, but we don't. You generally we don't expect any side shoots from cauliflower. <laughs> That's true. But my lord, you uh, you need a, a <laughs> wheelbarrow to move move those yeah. uh, heads. Uh, I, I know. I know. One time, the well, every every fall, uh, uh, the verstus. Uh, out there, the Belgian farmers uh, grew ca- grew cauliflower for uh, H-E-B and whoever would buy it, of course. But their their cauliflower got rejected by H-E-B. They had a new uh, person out there. And uh, I said, what? what in the hell was it rejected for? Too large. Too big. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> the farmer had done too good a job. Uh, they want a medium size. That's interesting. But uh, most of the time they reject they reject it because it's it's yeah yellow. You know, it uh, if it's oh. exposed to the sun. And, that, and then this year, yellow. this year I've not seen any yellowing at all. Yeah, even, even, even the later ones. That's I true. guess the weather has just been perfect yeah, for cauliflower. Well, and oh, uh, you had more leaves, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> and uh, the kale is doing uh, really well. Um, so if you're in, into kale and uh, our bright lights, uh, Swiss chard. Yeah, and there they've got some of that over there on the bench. We got some of that over on the bench. Oh gosh, yeah, and it's, it's grown. Nice. Yeah, it's well, nice. Well, <laughs> nice we really uh, spread out. Are they? Have they still got strawberries over there? You got what? Strawberries over there? I didn't see any. I didn't didn't really look. Yeah, I didn't. I, I forgot to check on. I that. see some blue bonnets sitting on the ground there. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and of course, all the their snapdragons, <clears throat> alyssum stocks. You can sure tell there's a lot of a lot of stocks because of the wonderful fragrance, and uh, pansies and oh, violas yeah. everywhere. And cyclamen. Still got some cyclamen. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah beautiful cyclamen. Uh, and tra- Trace's favorite—it's kind of dominated by white, white, and then a lot of the pink, pink variations. Yeah. Oh, and there's still there's still some t- uh, tables of the red, but white is the big color. Yeah. What did he say? He couldn't hardly get white last year. That's right. So he ordered a lot of white <laughs> this year, and maybe got too many but people white really pops out in the shade well and white uh, in my experience white is uh, a good one in terms of performance too it, it, you know and it, 
Of course, the performance is a lot. Lots depends on the the soil and the amount of light that it that it gets in the watering and everything. Yeah. But uh, white is one of those, and then that purple, that purple color. Oh yeah, it's another one that beautiful that really lasts a long time. Well, Milton, mm-hmm. do you know why people object to yellow cauliflower? Mm-hmm. It's it's actually more nutritious. Really? Because it's got uh, uh, that's carotin that makes it yellow. It's it the Named same after a carrot. Is it the same reason why they don't like dogs drinking out of the toilet? There you go. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we don't. When it when it's yellow, they don't know if the dog's been in there or whether uh, it's just. Uh, actually, actually, if they wash it, it wouldn't be a problem. Sun, it's a. Uh, Something mostly, isn't it? Or yeah, a- it's a, it's it's sun. Yeah. Relatives that were. Did anybody visit you this year at your house with the? What the, the, the no the for some reason toilets and the for the, some reason the, okay <laughs> okay I'm, I'm disappointed. Of course, Neil doesn't control this, but uh, he, he on his, in his article that Calvin just had me. Uh, on yesterday's paper, I guess it was, uh, they've got a large picture with his article of a beautiful stand of uh, buffalo grass. Oh. <laughs> now, you know. Oh, dear. I, I, yeah, you know why he can recognize this buffalo grass? <laughs> because of, it, it, it's labeled. Oh. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> it says... Uh, a broadleaf weed killer, one containing 2,4-D, will eliminate all non-grassy weeds in buffalo grass if applied when daytime temperatures are above 65 or 70 degrees. Now, why would anyone want to eliminate non-grassy weeds from buffalo grass? <laughs> It's the prettiest thing in the whole picture, the weeds are. Oh. But uh, Neil's very diplomatic. He doesn't, you know, he's not like Calvin. He doesn't write bad articles about buffalo grass. His memory seems to work <laughs> funny. <laughs> he says, I got a question. Says, My buffalo grass, look, uh, grass lawn was damaged by grubs. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Last fall, I didn't think buffalo grass... Had enough fruit system to be damaged by grass. Well, I would. I was thinking the same thing that it. Uh, it seemed like it'd be an, an unusual, and then not a favorite site for the grass. Oh yeah, because of the limited root system. There you go. Compound. See how you being ugly about buffalo uh, So if, if ah, anybody out there that's got <laughs> buffalo grass lawn and has had grub problems, let us know. <laughs> Well, the the grass didn't live long enough for them to have grub problems, Calvin. Anyway, compounding the issue, armadillos came in and tore up the lawn in their pursuit of the grubs. And so this guy, this person, said, I spread some manure compost over the lawn in hopes that it would help repair the damage. Instead, it brought me buckets of weeds. That's right. You know what comes in manure? When the animals don't chew their 
food real home. Seeds. Pure, yeah, seeds. What kind of weed killer can I use on buffalo grass? Oh, now that's a good question. I, the answer to that would be, don't worry, it'll die on its own, the buffalo grass will. Uh, in case the, anybody in the audience doesn't know, know this, Jerry, Jerry is not an advocate or a po- positive force in, in favor of buffalo grass. I just used your article, Calvin. That's all I did. Added one little sentence. I, That's all it takes. <laughs> my, my article he's referring to is probably about 15 years ago, and we all we did was we planted it according to the specifications of the supplier uh-huh. and reported on the performance. And uh, that's where you went wrong, Kevin, reporting on the uh, performance. And we we did it in a questioning manner. Uh, what did we do wrong? Because this is not growing in the shade. like <laughs> This is not making a thick sod. There you go. And so that, I begged him not that's to do this, Melton. I begged you. I'm doubting that. But it, the, the, I can just our say, discussion, you do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our discussion got interrupted. It was a base of good science, and we were progressing. Uh-huh. And then Jerry interfered. And, I and, didn't interfere. I just used your article in the light. And used a, uh, and added one, at least one sentence. One sentence, sentence all mm-hmm. I had, which apparently they didn't like. <laughs> but it summed it up. Real good. Some the whole buffalo grass thing up, and that's what made the producers mad as hell. Anyway, is there anything else I should do to promote the regrowth of the Bermuda grass? Now, Neil didn't, well, I mean buffalo grass, I'm sorry. Now, Neil didn't give them the correct answer. What they should do if they want to have a pretty buffalo grass long is over sow it seed with the Bermuda grass seed next uh, next spring probably May June and that will make the buffalo grass long look better than it's ever looked okay but Neil says oh, about using a broadleaf weed killer mm-hmm Read and follow instructions. If you have a cool season weed grass in the turf, you would need to apply a pre-emergent herbicide in early September. Uh, apply high-quality all-nitrogen fertilizer, half or more of the slow-release form in May. Now, for buffalo grass, I, I agree with that recommendation. Because that's going to help the Bermuda grass. Oh, I see what you're doing. See, there's so, so, so Neil, maybe Neil. That's what Neil's getting oh. at. But mm. Jerry, Jerry also um, recognized in there that the, one of the recommendations on buffalo grass is not to overdo it with uh, high nitrogen fertilizer, because oh really? As buffalo grass does not compete well. Oh, with everything else. The more nutrient, the more nitrogen that's there. Of course, Bermuda grass is the obvious culprit, but all these weeds will outperform buffalo grass if there's nitrogen is available. And that's that's a good thing, because the weeds are a hell of a lot better looking than the buffalo grass. 
On that note, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. At the stroke of midnight on that great holiday, Gonna have a ball, and that ain't all. Gonna chase the blues away. I'll be bringing in a brand new year. Bringing in a brand new year. Gonna have a dance, take a chance of romance. While bringing in a brand new year. Gonna be a big parade. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. This is probably not one of the days you want to spend out on the deck, but yesterday was a beautiful day. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the weather in San Antonio uh, can change pretty quickly, and that's (laughs) why we enjoy having those decks and patios. Well, Barry Hagendorf can help you make that deck look like new again. And all i got to do is go to deckandpatiocare.com to, to see what it looks like. And that's the thing. You know, the new year is coming up. If you want to do stuff and make the home look um, look better or there's little projects that you've been thinking of do, let Barry do this one for you. You know, if you got Barry do, redoing your patio, yeah, without fail, you're going to want to come to Millburgers and oh, it's true. And more, get some plants. more plants and containers. Yeah. yeah. So go check it out at deckandpatiocare.com. Or call them at 210-822-9147. Barry's been doing this a long time, and really, when I say this, it's it's, it's meant with uh, as a compliment. He is a stained nerd, loves the stuff. He gets all geeky about it. That's the fun part. That's where you take advantage of all his expertise and knowledge. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-9147 or Deck and Patio Care. Dot com. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. What can we do to help you? Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Well, yeah. well we, talk, we talked about uh, what what weeds have you seen, Jerry? I've seen the uh, oh, henbit is coming up. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm chickweed, <laughs> but I haven't seen I haven't seen our favorite. Uh, uh, yeah, usually that comes in uh, a later later in the spring. But uh, is your is your bluegrass your annual bluegrass? I, I think it's been crowded out by the uh, <laughs> uh, horse herb. Uh, oh yeah. That's, oh man, that horse herb is but coming that, on good. But that rescue grass is really lush. Yeah, it, mu- it must be that new horse, a hybrid horse herb that <laughs> I found that I sneaked over and put out on our friend's lawn over there. Have she me. will hunt you down. <laughs> she knows where you are every Saturday and Sunday. You're not too hard to hunt down. The funny thing about that was I was, uh, you know, I told her I had something to bring her. She was scared. And she said, you better not be bringing that hybrid horse herb over here. <laughs> That's sad that people mistrust me like that, Milton. I wonder why. To think that would do that. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm looking forward for my uh, 
annual bluegrass to come up. Mm. And we still haven't ever found a seed source for that. So I guess we'll just have to, what I'm doing, with, oh, look down there, Calvin, right there below you. Isn't that pretty? Mm-hmm. Aren't they pretty? Look at the cute. He's Focus. talking about about uh, a, a, a gang. Seven young male. Uh, sparrows? Sparrows, English yeah. sparrows. See, Calvin can even sex my sparrows. They look like a gang. They look like trouble. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do kind of. They're were working their way over to me. You know. I know. Should we count those and call into the no. bird count thing? No, no. Trace is with us. That's Trace. Hey there, Trace. Uh-oh. English sparrows and then Trace. Shorts and short sleeve yeah. shirt. What the hell's wrong with you, son? Don't you I'm know in, this? Oh, you're not? Okay. Don't you know this Maybe you don't want to. I'm in shorts uh, and short sleeve. I ask Alexa what the weather is every morning. Uh-oh. Yeah. I don't know okay. what to put on. Okay. Okay. Well, Milton's. I'm the same. You. Most many of the customers are in shorts. And uh-huh. we, must, we must have the same Alexa. Yeah. I said, what's Trace wearing, Alexa? <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the difference. Horticulture say go outside and see. Yeah, that. Wow. Cold that would require getting dressed first to go yeah. outside. <laughs> you can't look out the window. You oh, is that why the neighbors get so upset? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, what's going on, Trace? Now we had some uh, in-store specials. Did you get to yeah. them up? And, uh, Christmas trees are gone. Yeah. The manger scene's put away, and I've already done my woosaw moment. But <laughs> oh, where, okay. Where I hose off the cement. Okay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, very calming. And people are taking advantage of the uh, the little guys, the uh, lawn, the yard art, the Christmas yard art. Is that also seventy? It is. Okay. Much to Milton's chagrin. Yeah, it was too late. My the deer. I like the deer. The reindeer. Before well, I could do anything, they got bought up. Well, uh, there's we're, there's we're, gnomes over there. No? <laughs> yeah, they look a little like you too. Oh, I don't <laughs> we, know. We, we thought we thought about getting one of those deer and taking it over in front, of, put it in Forest Appleton's front yard in Hollywood Park. You get shot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you might. <laughs> yeah, Forest would uh, have, have the sense of humor that he used to have. Uh-huh, yeah. When when was that yeah. that he had yeah. his sense here? <laughs> now, now, Trace, uh, you mentioned that all the Christmas trees are gone, but some of them may be coming back for 20% off. They, they are. So uh, it doesn't matter whether you bought your tree from us or not. You're welcome to bring it back here. And Milton's got the dates. I'm sure he'll read it off here in a second. Um, uh, and we'll give you a coupon that you can use, I believe, till the end of February. Yeah, let's for see. For 20% off. Well, there's a couple I'm running around couple the website of important points in there. Besides the the uh, coupon, uh, you get a. You're also uh, dealing with the environment. Millburgers mm-hmm. will use it, the tree, or or dispose of the tree in a way that it's environmentally appropriate. We'll grind it up. So we yeah. ha- we actually bring a, a grinder in about every six months, and all of the Christmas trees, all of the debris from the from the different job sites all goes into a pile and we grind it up and we reuse it all there you go it's important that they leave the lights on is that right no no please <laughs> but I'm, you'd be shocked we're, we're going to have a tree that comes back with an ornament and or, oh, lights yeah. or a stand they're, they're <laughs> oh gosh that stand i, I think uh, the, the deal is for everyone that brings with lights and jerry has to get in there and <laughs> and de- uh they only get 10% off. Okay. <laughs> 10%. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, I'm oh, gonna have I'm gonna have a movie camera set up. How fast do they have to use the coupon? I believe the coupon's good to the end of February. I, know, yeah. I signed it off on it okay. this morning. So I'm trying uh, to look. Uh, so you you'll have a lot of your uh, spring pl- plants in. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope to have. Uh, we've already started getting stuff. So uh, a lot of the a lot of the uh, growers shut down from Christmas to to uh, New Year's. Yeah. And then do inventory. So it'll probably be. Uh, a week or two before we start getting plant plants. Uh, trees have already started showing up, though. So we got our first batch of shade trees in on Thursday. And uh, more coming in on this Monday or Tuesday, too. Of course, uh, all the color, uh, the cyclamen and the snapdragons, pansies. Those are all on special, too. Glad and you, you and the, yeah, the fragrance. We can smell the stocks from here. Oh, yeah. So, and Do you remember some, what the the trailing snapdragons are on sale for? Uh, no. Okay. I, I want to say like three something. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. That might be if you got a, a you you got a situation where you want to try something different on your hanging baskets or containers, you might want to try those uh, trailing snapdragons. They're all, all great colors and very attractive plant. And, of course, it's a test uh, how they react. The weather has been perfect this year, yeah. but some... some s- I, I don't spin. guess it's going to get cold this year, is it, Calvin? Well... Is that what you're predicting? I am, uh, <laughs> based on the forecast there, so far, there's an it individual doesn't, price doesn't look like an immediate future. There okay. you go. <laughs> but but uh, try try those out. Uh, of course... The, the, the violas and the, yeah. pan, the pansies yeah, are here. They'll those. work for uh, through May, but uh, those uh, snaps might be uh, worth worth a try too, because some different colors and a different look. I was we were talking about earlier that uh, still got a, a good supply of the big spinach over there. Yes, sir. That's that spinach is growing out real good. Uh, I I think that's a new hybrid. Well, as I mentioned earlier, uh, well, we did inventory. So most growing operations are shut down, and uh, so I had to, I had to pre-buy for last week and this week because I couldn't get anything. Yeah, cause they were all well, shut down. Well, you did so. good. You still got some broccoli left up. We do, and I'm amazed at how much that edible kale is left out there. I would have thought. Well, they bought a lot. I would have thought people would have swooped in and bought all that as soon as it got on. So it's more popular than the spinach. (laughs) Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. So there. He's a bitter. He's most more popular than the what? Spinach. Spinach. Really? (laughs) Well, I can understand that. I'd say broccoli number one. Is that right? Kale number two. Uh, Spinach is probably a fourth or fifth. Yeah. Well, I like, and I like that with the kale mix. Yeah. That's well, it looks good. good choice. Yeah, and it tastes good, too. I, <laughs> and and they're nutritious. And the bright lights chart is, seems like they've, let's see, how long has it been since we've been out here? A week? Mm-hmm. But it, it really popped up and grown nice. And bright lights chart is a long-lasting oh, yeah. plant, too. Jerry and I used to test it to see if it had started any bitterness Along with the, the lettuce, and yeah. both of both of them just kind of went into the. I had a lady warm that actually seat. told me her Swiss chard is three years old. Is that right? And I, and wow. I, I questioned whether it was bitter or not, and she said no. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. How old was she? I don't remember. Oh, 
One of the things with the Swiss chart was three years old. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, maybe we can talk about the Victoria Red Grapes, too. I know that everybody likes those. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, uh, and toll-free 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Hi from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and you can be a part of the show by calling us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 8867 Millburgers has Victoria Red Grapes on sale. Two for $60 in the number two pot while supplies last. Mm-hmm. And I know that's uh, it's very resistant, it says, to Pierce's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the fruit is sweet and refreshing and ripens in late July to early August. And how much do you say they cost? Uh, they're regularly $34.99. Okay. They're on sale, two for $60. While supplies last. So that's $30. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, keep in mind that it takes a lot of, generally takes a lot of space for a grape. So one plant quite often is. uh, Oh, is that right? Yeah. If you got got space on one of those patios that Milton is talking about on either side. Yeah. But uh, they'll cover They'll cover as much territory as you let them. I can remember when you introduced them. Have they kind of become the standard Boy, yeah, go-to for grape for Texas? For around here. Around here? Okay. Uh, because they're they're red and they're very uh, productive. have beautiful uh, red clusters of grapes. Yeah, they're very pretty. I mean, beautiful. Uh, I took a picture of them, some, but we had it at the greenhouse. When they were just putting on their clusters, mm-hmm. green. And so I was going to let them ripen. Oh. For the, for the real have, good so did the, Do you have to be very quick? Did the birds eat them or did the people eat them? People ate them. People ate them. Oh. And they ate them all in one day. Really? My gosh. And they missed, missed work for the next two days. Sitting on a toilet. Huh. Oh. I mean, there were a lot of grapes over there. Jerry, uh, we're talking about the Victoria Red grapes. <laughs> well, Trace every once in a while mentions that. Uh, yeah. That the st- staff is tempted by the attractive fruit. Uh oh. All right. Yeah, I can call it out. Two one zero. Three zero eight. All right. Okay. I can come, but I do not know what All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. If you don't put that phone number, say that phone number every now and then. All right. I'll text it to you. <laughs> All right. You've only done it for 23 years yeah. now. Well, we can't remember it either. <laughs> but no, that is y'all talk. <laughs> anyway, um... Uh, 
I was reading Calvin's uh, This Week in the Garden, and uh, he says one of his uh, tips for us, when temperatures are at or below 40 degrees, move your bougainvilleas, oriental uh, hibiscus, mandevilla, and other tropical plants into cold protection and a cold protection shelter. Now, I don't know if y'all noticed it or not, but I certainly have in several places where the bougainvilleas <laughs> climb over a, pro- a uh, wooden privacy fence. Mm-hmm. And uh, they froze back, of course, when the hard fruit came. And and then during the summer, they made their way back to the top of the privacy mm. fence. And those stupid things they are solid great. bloom right huh. now. No, they look beautiful, don't they? Have you seen something like that? Yeah, I've seen them where they're peeking. Like you'll drive down Ramsey near our station, there you and go. you can see them peeking over. And there you go. They're huge. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I think Big it time must, bloom. must vary. <laughs> Cause of the neighborhood, the neighborhood. Oh. One thing that I have seen that surprised me a little bit: the uh, porterweed. Porterweed is de- doing that general decline that you would expect from yeah. something that's sensitive, a tropical plant, mm-hmm. forty degrees. And they're just they're just kind of hanging on and occasional bloom, but uh, not like they they were blooming. It's kind of the performance that I would expect from the bougainvillea too. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> uh, but that. When it's right on the edge there, I guess that's normal for you to expect. In some environments or micro-environments, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll be over the edge and have plenty of heat. Others, they're, they're challenged and they're dropping leaves. Yeah. But I think that <laughs> there were some people on the radio that were saying after that freeze, just kiss that bougainvillea goodbye. Yeah, I remember that, Mel. I, I didn't told say you it. not no, to I didn't that. say it. But, yeah, now it's like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they came back and they came back angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I yeah, think that o- that overall uh, performance of plants came back. Oh, yeah. Many more. I think you're right. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm I'm kind of crediting it to when, the time of the year, a little later in the season, and the plants had hardened off a bit. But, but uh, the plants seemed to be tougher than we. Yeah, expected. It was funny. The uh, several si- a lot of sago palms came back. Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. I Which hope that one in uh, right outside of your valley, Melton, that you told them to kiss her goodbye. I did not do I that. Hope, hope hers is. You made that woman cry. Well. <laughs> Mine did not come back. Oh, yours didn't. Yeah. Well, I made a little attempt at it, but oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you want you on these freeze killed things or freeze damaged plants. Uh, you want to be a little bit careful not to get too optimistic. <laughs> and that's on my my sago. It never did look very strong, and then, in, yeah. in fact, it, it died. But, but the uh, yeah. surprises me, the citrus is doing much better oh, than I yeah. thought. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I've been, uh, we've been making uh, Judy uh, lemonade from the no, higher the lemons. <laughs> lemons, yeah. rather? And I've yeah. I, I know it's a, a terrible thing to admit, but I keep th- uh, keep threatening to sneak or sneak some of that lemonade. I love that Meyer lemon t- uh, taste. Yeah, it's got a, a different, a little bit different. Yeah. I don't think it's as tart as a regular lemon. Yeah, I really. No, like I think it. that's the appeal, isn't it? Besides just the size, it's not quite as tart. 
Then All right. More coal tar. 210-308-8867. The number to call. But we where could one get an improved yeah. mile lap? Do we have any left here? I don't think so. Yes, we do. Mo- uh. <laughs> it's a joke. I bought the Texas Supply. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want one, you got to come here. I, I went over there by the fence uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago. And I was walking up and down the, the citrus. He had the citrus up front here. And so I started at one end uh, over there by the butterfly guard and walked all along the fence looking at tags to see what different varieties they have. All those along the fence are Meyer lemon. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we got plenty. And they look, they look great. Oh, yeah, but be careful how you say that because... <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll Cause go. Because I could. St- oh, yeah. okay. They look great. So I should qualify. You better hurry. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we got plenty. But well, if you got your gift certificate, that is, I'll bet yeah. a lot of the gift certificates oh, yeah. that went out as presents, or still are, have been waiting to be sent or yeah. handed out. Yeah, that's where they'll end up is on the citrus, and yeah, especially well, Meyer lemon. We need yeah. to figure out another holiday. Like Groundhog Day, that people can give those gift certificates out to. So. <laughs> Valentine's. Valentine's Mother's would be good. Day. Mother's Day. Yeah, you're and right, Trace. Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, birthdays. The great thing, Calvin says we're not going to have a hard freeze this year, so I guess you could plant them out now. Uh, <laughs> Trace says, you didn't hear Calvin say that? No, no. Cal- Calvin didn't even uh, hear him say that. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> what, what Jerry I, hears. My, my mind just travels to uh, the uh, CPS tree rebate where, yeah. they, where they actually let you plant a lemon in the ground. Oh, well, that's right. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> well, and, you it's know. That Mark Peterson, well, it's not amazing. It's so Mark if, you, if you buy one now, yeah, would you recommend kind of protecting it until you can actually get it in the ground or? Well, Are we talking about lemon or lime? Lemon. Or lemon. My answer I is I think the limes you say always don't. protect it. Okay. Uh, always grow it in a pot, and read an article on plantanswers.com, and it'll tell you how to be successful doing it. Okay. And then you, uh, but but this is the year that you would read the long-term forecast, and you would be the most you'd be pretty secure. I mean, if they're, if you're going to be secure, last year we <laughs> didn't expect a February freeze, but, um, I mean, that's what you live with, with uh, Mexican lime and Meyer lemons. Yeah. You just got to protect them from the cold. And I was looking at my satsuma sprouts, but uh, I had to wait for a long time to determine that they were the true uh, miho and uh, They did Okitsu. turn out to be that? I think it is. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it is. Especially Cito, um, uh, so which has a huge lid. Do you have the phone number for that deck and patio place? No, is that? Co- that's what the phone call was. Uh, oh, okay. They were trying to call the show to find out who. Uh, who yeah, was, let me get it for you. Was. Oh, are they still here? Uh, they're supposed to be listening or calling your screener to okay. get the answer. And Al, Al, Al should have it, but yeah, it's deckandpatiocare.com is the website, and it is two one zero. Eight two two ninety one forty seven. I'll send it back to Al too. Two one zero eight two two nine one four seven. Okay. 
That's to call into the show for No. 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 <laughs> That's a deck and patio. Oh, uh, okay. I was just messing with you. I know you were. I know. <laughs> Not everybody out I there knows. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, just, I'm sending it to Al. Al, you got it. So if they call, we can help you with it. Anyway, my sprout that's came back, come back from the Satsuma uh-huh. is now over the eave of the house. Is that good or bad? Well, that's unbelievable uh, how fast it's growing. Normally, if it was a rootstock and it was that tall, it could be that tall it would be a rootstock, but it would, be, it would have long thorns on it. It would have some big thorns on it. Uh, if it's sour orange, I, I guess that's what those. I don't know what those were originally grafted on. Though the ones we brought in from Japan, uh, the Kitsu and Sito and all that. Oh, I think they're all either on sour orange or trifoliata. Yeah, and trifoliata. Unless, unless you buy the dwarf, and then we know it's flying dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But trifoliata is easy to recognize. Oh, it's yeah. sour oranges and until you, <laughs> you, see until you get your oranges, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I hope they turn out right. And uh, uh, we we told people several times, because it's, it's after Christmas now, and usually, or normally, well, not normally, uh, when we have the extremely hard freezers, they usually occur right around the week week of Christmas Day. Uh, the 83 and the 89 freeze, and the uh, most of them have appeared in that week. I wonder if we get an audience if we did a uh, uh, program on uh, freeze protection. No. Oh. I think you well, would. Well, we we mentioned it several times. Because I mean, we, get, uh, we got all the material, yeah. most of the materials here, and uh, we keep ta- talking about you got to be ready for it before it comes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that, you want to discuss it now? No. Uh, how to get ready? Uh, we've got uh, articles that uh, in PlantAnswers.com. We can, but uh, but the, with the weather as nice as it is. Uh, <laughs> Well, the, let me see what the, the weather's going to The key be. is buying it now when and, the figure, weather's and nice, figuring yeah. out what you're going to do yeah. when it does happen. Right. It's a, it's a problem, too, if you uh, just talk about it. But if you got if you get p- prepare people, to, to, and then they can have their little list, of, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like we do with the, with the butterflies mm-hmm. and with everything where we prepare a little list of uh, items. That so do you think that people get... So this is going to be a beautiful week, and I'm wondering if people get kind of complacent. Most, oh, mostly yeah. sunny and in the high 70s for most of the week. <laughs> New Year's Day, sunny, high near 80. Oh, which no. I imagine people can kind of get okay. Um, this is not. I don't want to do it today. I don't want to think about it. I want to get yeah. out there. Couldn't it? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had a whole bunch? Of, I don't know how many people bought gift certificates from Elbers, but if we had a whole. Uh, there were a lot of people that had gift certificates. Uh, they, they might be interested in a, a program like that, too. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just thinking the people, when they're bringing their Christmas tree back, that they could use their discount on uh, on that. That's material. true. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a good idea. 20% off. Um, yeah, get it now. and You don't want to put it down now, but I think you want the plan now. You definitely need to plan. Because generally we get what about a week's notice, at least three or four days' notice, right yeah. before 
Well, we're expecting a freeze. <laughs> when they give you a week's notice that there's an Arctic front coming down, yeah, you better believe that. Okay. Because they can predict those Arctic fronts. I guess they see them coming down. Yeah. Okay. They come straight down from you Canada. From where? Canada. Canada. Okay. The Arctic. <laughs> those Arctic fronts. Oh. You, that so was a joke, of, huh? Yeah, I was trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you, have you got any blankets left in there? We do. We have some blankets. We also have the uh, frost cloth in pre-cut and in bulk. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, we should have like a best practices uh, seminar for, for, for freeze protection. Well, you know, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it would be good. It wouldn't hurt uh, all of us, too, the horticulturists and everybody to get that... Um, Oh, just settle down in terms of specifics. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Trace may do stuff differently than you do stuff. Yeah, when that's not. You know, I'm just that's... thinking the most common mistake is plants have grown. So if you use oh. the cover on them last year, <laughs> it may not be big enough to cover sure. it this year. That's true. And you got some decisions and then, to make. Do you cut and again, the it's too late, too, if you're do doing it. it the day before the freeze is supposed to get here. Yes. And trash bags don't, don't work. No. <laughs> Yeah, those Arctic uh, cold fronts usually come with wind. Yeah, oh, lots of wind. So you're trying to cover, <laughs> and the wind's 35 to 40 miles an hour. It's fun. I've done that, but it's yeah, fun. Well, inevitably, I always procrastinate putting the plastic up on my porch until go. it's already windy. No. no. <laughs> so do as I say, not as I do? <laughs> yes. Okay. And we're, we're, well, We have a different plan this year. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Do you have a different project manager on the case? Um, no, same project manager. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we've kind of drifted away from the use of plastic uh, because because it's so it's a good insulator, but uh, it for every leaf it touches, the plastic covering touches. It uh, it burned to leaf. It's it's uh, it good, it. good material for a, if you're more elaborate in terms of right. you've got that tent structure rather than a like a cloth you can just put it over the plant. Yeah. Whereas the plastic's got to be air in between. Yeah. It's keep that plastic off of the foliage, or either sacrifice that foliage, uh, and but you can make an you can put that. Uh, Cloth, the uh, uh, cloth between, you know, put it in touch uh-huh. in touch with the uh, foliage. So I always describe it as how you stay, how people stay warm. The more dead air space you create, the better. And so we have an undershirt, shirt, sweater, coat, okay. overcoat. Yeah. So the plastic <laughs> is the overcoat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Took you a so, minute. But no, you no, no. It. I was thinking because I remember that's kind of what you described. What you did, you were. You were wrapping and covering, and then wrapping the covering and covering and wrapping, and yes. you were you were. <laughs> yeah, but you, I, but I still you, didn't use plastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you had success. I did. Yeah, with uh, with your. You know, the, the, the tree is like five feet taller now than it was when I covered it. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem the problem with the plastic too is not that it burns the foliage. You can tolerate that. But it gets hot as hell on the yeah. It's because after one of those fronts come through, what does it do? Clears out. Yeah. And so the morning it clears out after the hard freeze. We had uh, we had some uh, master yes. gardeners that really made it an elaborate process and it was kind of like a tent, you know. Oh they, yeah. They right after the freeze they just. 
took the the one side mm -hmm. off and opened it. Opened yeah. Just like opening a greenhouse. Right. Running the the, uh, the fans. fans. Yeah. So yeah, I think it'd be yeah, a worthy, worthy but topic. If you used properly, it can work. I'm I'm just thinking, Milton, being, oh, okay. being proactive instead of reactive. Oh, okay. I'm looking at our our makeshift cover for the citrus trees to make sure it's oh. still all. Oh, is it still okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. It's much too early in the game. Just the same. What are you doing, New Year's? New Year's And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Again, if one of your goals is to uh, uh, bring more uh, joy to your home, uh, more uh, nature, uh, and things like that, then Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road is the place to go. Uh, Kyle and Bill and all the gang, and I called them on the, uh, it was funny, I called them on the uh, 23rd. Boy, were they busy. I uh, was just checking on them and seeing, and they were busy. So I know a lot of people have bought great gifts uh, for the holidays, but uh, if you uh, wanted to get something for yourself now, and uh, you could buy feeders, uh, feed, you could uh, get it, whatever you need. But I think the thing I like about Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road the most is they're problem solvers, and that's kind of their mission. That's kind of their umbrella theme is that uh, you'll uh, get the uh, uh, the help you need, whether the problem is you want something and, you, and it's not working or the problem just maybe you want to start and don't know where. Wild Birds Unlimited can help you. Go by and visit them. They're open today, and you can call them at 210 479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD for Wild Birds Unlimited. Yeah, Calvin talked a good idea to harvest up to one-third of the foliage from spinach, kale, and chard every three weeks to maintain the plant's productivity and provide greens for the table. That's kind of my guess, based on my experience. But, but uh, that that's a topic that uh, everybody might have a little different opinion. And, and, and Jerry, especially uh, in those uh, commercial operations, he's worked with too. Well, they they after, after well the commercial operation, they they just cut it off. They've got a machine. <clears throat> they used to in the old days. 40, 50 years ago, uh, they they harvested all that spinach with a knife. Mm, uh, just they, like we do it. In the, in the they they <laughs> went through there and cut it off with a, a knife. And uh, when labor got short, uh, they started uh, mechanizing it, and they got a, basically a combine that goes through and cuts and everything right off at the crown. And then there is there's a crew that goes through and and uh, sorts it too. Yeah, yeah. At the at the spinach plant uh -huh. uh, when they run across the uh, 
But they try to get it before it has a lot of yellow leaves on it that they have to sort out. And they try to c- uh, control the uh, the worms, the insects. What's it, what do you think would be the biggest problem they would have? Loopers, cabbage loopers. Even on spinach. And right? even on spinach. But... Uh, but they usually keep those under control. Now that we've got BT, Bacillus thuringiensis, you can keep those under control pretty good. And uh, and then they give it about another a month at least, or maybe more than that. And uh, wait till it grows back out, which it will do. And then they cut it down again. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they can get uh, they get definitely two. Maybe three, three and a half cuts uh, off of it. Now, if you do the one-third rule and you've fertilized oh, yeah. and watering, you can, you can probably harvest four times on your spinach. Oh, yeah. Because um, you're, 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 not, you're not doing 100% like the commercial right. folks are right. doing. The, uh, and you can tell, you say, well, how big do I let the leaves get? And I was looking at that spinach uh, that we've got for sale out there that's got so, so many big leaves on it. But uh, the older leaves begin to turn yellow. And so they're, they're removed. So they're, they harvest the, the uh, spinach before it produces any, uh, turns any of those leaves yellow because you wouldn't want yellow leaves in your can of spinach. You know, that um, I, I like to tell the story. We haven't told it in a while. Um, one of the things through the years, we Jerry and I have been involved in a lot of youth gardening programs. In fact, we had, oh, five or six neighborhood gardens mm-hmm. with, for, associated with uh, grade schools, and the kids would grow. One of the specifics was to get them to eat more vegetables. <laughs> And uh, I'll never forget that that one uh, uh, one garden we had, uh, and uh, there was a bit of a, a rebellion. The kids <laughs> loved growing, and the gardening was fun, but they were not too enthusiastic about eating. And spinach was one of those things they weren't <laughs> too enthusiastic. And so, you know, we did all the lectures and trying to be persuasive and uh-huh. the natures and everything, and and so. Then suddenly, the kids all said, you know, there was this general agreement that the youngsters were ready to, to eat their, take their vegetables home and eat them and everything. And we were patting ourselves on the back. And and uh, so we did all the big harvest. It was just, it was about this time of the year, just before the holidays. <laughs> and, uh, okay, we... Got you know, got done, and we we're all all of us, the volunteers and horticulturists, and everything. We're sitting down out there, patting ourselves on the back, and then somebody brought it to my attention that I needed to go out look on the the main road there, where, oh, where, the, no. where the uh, waste paper, the big oh, uh, baskets no. were, and the kids had uh, uh, not only loaded the the basket. But they had arranged it artistically, uh-huh. and, and it was 
was hard not to be hysterical, you know, to be disappointed, <laughs> but also to to uh, appreciate the fact that they had uh, a, a bit of a compromise. They yeah. had, uh, <laughs> had, had recognized the so there was some value in, in the vegetables, and they they were not going to be persuaded as easily as, <laughs> as we thought, but they were. But they had recognized, uh, appreciated our effort anyway. Well, the problem we had, especially with the spinach transplants, or talking about spinach at all, older people, such as myself, uh, grew up being made to eat that nasty spinach out of the can. You know, there wasn't a lot of fresh spinach on the market uh, 40 years ago. We never ate anything. We ate everything out of a can in for for years. And yeah, yeah. But and that's finished. Uh, growing up in Minneapolis and Minnesota, you yeah, know, in we a big all, city. <laughs> we always uh, give tours, uh, and Del Monte or at Crystal City was always very gracious and let us tour the plant. Most canning places are, uh, don't like to have visitors, and uh, so they let us. Tour the tour the facility down at Crystal City, and uh, they did a did I guess three fourths of all the canned spinach in the United States came out of that Crystal City plant. Hmm. Uh, used the spinach is used to be king down there. I still love it. Uh, fresh uh, the. The stuff in the can. Yeah, in terms of spinach, I would I would pick the canned spinach before the before the the fresh spinach. Now most of the greens, though, I would pick the the well, like fresh, broccoli yeah. or cauliflower, or, uh, chard, and those. I would pick them fresh rather than in canned. Version. Can you slap him while you say <laughs> Well, then, <laughs> listen, Jerry doesn't eat any of it at all. No. I sure as hell Broccoli. don't eat that canned stuff. But, uh, well, uh, Calvin is showing his uh, reminiscing of the old days when he was a youngster. Back in the old days. Yeah, when he was a youngster. Because that's about all, like I said, that's about all the spinach. Now, in, in Tennessee, of course, they had greens. Oh, oh you got it? Oh, that was nice, yeah. Yeah, they had greens. Uh, but no spinach. Uh, I, I didn't ever become familiar with spinach until I got out here. And the, the health craze, latest health craze, uh-huh. has put spinach on the map. Yeah. Especially baby spinach. Little, little leaves. We had spinach and we had cabbage. Yeah, yeah. Spinach and cabbage. Um, broccoli and cauliflower, though, were, didn't appear no. for a long time. And uh, so anyway, that uh, we everybody when we first started putting trans we put transplants on the market. Uh, the first reaction was when you say spinach, is they think of that canned spinach. Wow. And so a lot of people wouldn't even try it, but uh, over the years uh, they've. I think the, the kids kind of. Kids had never had any experience with fresh, those fresh vegetables either, and their their only experience was a few you can. But yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a very widespread experience, so it took quite a while. Uh, but but <laughs> it did it did uh, work in terms of uh, 
salads, much salads with a good salad dressing. Most kids would try it at least. <laughs> the spinach, you mean? Yeah, yeah, or spinach, or yeah, or any of the <laughs> other greens. Yeah, but uh, spinach that, salad that, is that, good. That's go back to childhood memories, Cal. Education and uh, improving nutrition. Uh, no, I'm talking about the canned spinach. Oh. <laughs> because I can remember, and still to this day, eat, uh, love to eat, Vaini, I used to call them Vaini weenies, Vaina sausage. Oh, Vienna. Vienna sausage, yeah. yeah. Uh, and sardines. Because that's what we used to carry in our bag, lunch bags uh, when we hunted, quail hunted. And eat, I remember as a boy, kind of liking those Vienna sausages. You don't call them Vienna weenies? Beanie weenies? Vienna weenies. No. Vienna. They didn't have beanie weenies. The, si the city of Vienna. Vienna? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, we ate a, we ate a, quite a bit of sardines too, sardines and crackers. Yeah, yeah. But that brings back bar bar What did memory. you do? Uh, did, did you were you in a Cajun Cajun situation? No. Hell, uh, they ate everything that. Yeah, we had, we had <laughs> little. But you mainly had like Vienna sausages. You could bring them for lunch, or yeah. you had them for parties and stuff. What about the the veggies? I mean, what? Uh, um, I guess because there was quite a bit of gardening in the rural areas. I yeah, guess. so I don't know you don't what the family did. Yeah, for we, we there was spinach, which I didn't like, but I like now. <laughs> uh, was it a green potatoes. or canned? Uh, uh, no, I think it was probably canned. Cooked. Oh, canned. Okay. Yeah, kind of canned and then heated. Okay. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Canned, right. canned carrots. Canned carrots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eng English peas. I mean that. Oh yeah. Sweet peas. Oh man, I could eat those yeah. all day long. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, making memories. Anyway, the uh, we mentioned the English peas. You can, they're relatively easy to grow, and they're growing strong now. And uh, the the seed packs of uh, are available here at Millburgers, along with other all kinds of seeds, vegetables, and flowers and things. But uh, if you got a Got some tomato cages. Uh, try planting some English peas just around the tomato cages. Just full yep. sun. It works. It works really well, and they're productive. I like those. Uh, uh, what do we call them? Sweet peas. Uh, the sugar snaps. Sugar snaps. Yeah. 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 They're they're even a little easier to grow. You don't have to pick them out of the pods. Yeah. So. They're yeah. available and they're and they're fast and easy to grow. And the, now is the time you can plant them yep. because remember the commercial English pea industry uh, in Atascosa County in that area. Uh, one of the la one of the planting dates for those were ja in January, first of January, mm -hmm. uh, as well as uh, late December and early December. So uh, you can still plant those. I imagine you could plant those uh, flowering sweet things. peas too. Sweet yeah. Peas. yeah, yeah. Remember, we um, some some of the master gardeners and I used to plant them every the fifteenth of the month. Mm -hmm. 
And if we'd have a cold spell, of course, they'd get wiped out, so we replant the next <laughs> 15. Quite often, we, we wouldn't get any uh, growth or any survival until the planting on February 15th. Yeah. But the last few years, they've done much better, and this year they're doing they're doing real well, and it's only it's been cool December, yeah. Cool and moist. Uh, the, did... Uh, Let's see. They they have different colors in here, right? At the, on the seed racks now. Yeah, they're mostly mixed um, mixed colors that are okay. left left there, but there's three. There are at least three or four different varieties of. Uh, oh, I'm thinking in terms of. And oh, they're all uh, fragrant, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every sweet pea is fragrant. They used to be. They used to have uh, sweet peas uh, that were. Uh, in a uh, not not uh, trellis. Oh, okay. okay. But I don't I don't see those as much on the seed racks anymore. Not just here at Millburgers, but but uh, they're they're so much, they're so attractive and, and they make better cut flowers if you got the, the long uh, plants growing on a trellis. Yeah, right. Plus plus most of us have some. Uh, Tomato cages that we yeah. don't use this time of year. I, be, I bet with uh, no hard freezes, at least around San Antonio, that people still have a lot of tomatoes plants or uh, tomatoes on their plants. Surprises me, doesn't it surprise you that we're not getting a lot of re- reports or talks? Uh, or uh, complaints about the green tomatoes that won't yeah. get red? No, I'm, yeah. Of course, I, I'm used to it. They see any I uh, see any color and they go in the house and they get ripe. Yeah. And uh, Bart, uh, my neighbor, uh, he d- he does the same thing. He's having good luck with tomatoes. Good. Um, so and I suspect that maybe maybe there weren't as many tomatoes planted this year, but it seemed That's like we had good response. Yeah. Yeah. I I think a lot of people. Planted the cherry tomatoes. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. Ruby Crush got a lot of attention. Yeah, I sent uh, yeah, VHN 968 because it was available early. Yeah, and I sent some uh, uh, plants to Greg Grant back at uh-huh. up in his wife. Did you send him some instructions on how to grow them? Yeah, his new his new wife loves cherry tomatoes, and his family won't touch a cherry tomato. They want large fruited tomatoes, and they their favorite is guess what? Celebrity tycoon. 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 Yeah, it had to be tycoon. They loves tycoon. Uh, it's gonna be tough to break the news to him. No. I, I, have you tried the tycoon stinks thing? Well, he might he might use the same technique he used with us. Uh, yeah, that didn't work yeah, either. Yeah, just tell us it's not coming, not coming, and then suddenly says surprise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we ought to rename it the tycoon surprise. Uh, is that yes. tycoon surprise? surprise? That would be appropriate. But anyway. Uh, well, we still got Valley Cat. I, I haven't checked, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming that we'll have Valley Cat. And I planted, uh, which, which is nematodes, this is, and I planted some uh, Valley Cat late down south at uh, uh, Camelton, where I worked with them down there. And uh, they had accidentally 
messed up or uh-huh. contaminated the tycoon. And uh, they were growing them hydroponically. And uh, something happened with the hydroponic uh, system that killed everything in the greenhouse. That's classic of what I tell people, or we tell people, that uh, hydro people get uh, mesmerized by the concept of uh, hydroponics and growing them in water. And yeah, all it's that such kind. a simple process. Yeah, <laughs> there's, but there's no slack. Yeah, right. You got to remain. Alert. Don't make a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you know the. Uh, the other one, are we going to still have access to the fish, the fish tomato? The what kind of? The fish Red tomato. Red snapper. Red snapper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, th- I think it'll it be. Did, it did well this year. It'll be, be available uh, next year, too. Celebrity uh, Red Snapper. Oh, and the uh, HM tomatoes did, yeah, did yeah. pretty well, too. Uh, I had a lot of good reports yeah, on those. They did fine. And, of course, you know, uh, David Rodriguez and uh, Larry Spatine have already picked this year's rodeo tomato. Is that right? Uh, I mean, not this year's. Next, Next year's year. rodeo tomato. You know what it's called? Mm-mm. 2022 rodeo tomato. Uh, every year I fall for this. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that, uh, the, the bad news is, I shouldn't be mentioning this for, before the new year, but uh, the bad news is, in a year or two, the place we've been growing the tomatoes, mm, the testing, yeah. being sold, um, not going to be available anymore. May not be a farm anymore. No, no, that's right. But we had a good run, didn't we, Milton? I guess. I guess we've been doing the rodeo of tomato ever since we started this show. Probably pretty much. A little bit before, I think. Yeah, 20. 20 years. Uh, but anyway, Calvin uh, talks about in his article yesterday. I love that. How do these people get those leaves... He's got a picture in here of a peach tree, I think it is, with leaves all covering the ground, Melvin. Look at that. I don't know either, but they they got the same response that you had to them. (laughs) Uh, uh, Some of the gardeners have said, is that your backyard? No. (laughs) I said, no, that's uh, the editor uh, found that picture. Yeah. I think that's a plum tree, or well, it's a, it's it a, looks too too woody to be, be a pecan. No. I mean, a peach tree. Yeah, and I don't. I would guess it's not a plum tree from here. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break while we do. Give us a call: 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Should old acquaintance be forgotten and never brought to mind? Should and welcome back.
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The nursery's closed on New Year's Day. We'll be recording our show, so right now we'll take the opportunity to wish you a happy uh, New Year's and a safe uh, holiday and uh, have a wonderful time with your family. If you have any gardening projects that you want to uh, tackle in the new year, you be sure to call us at 210-308-8867, and we'll help you with those, 210 308 8867. I think it's 23 years we've been involved. Wow, yeah. 23 years here at Millburgers and this gardening show, the same team. Can you believe that? No, it's a little hard to believe. The yeah. roads were different then. <laughs> the roads? Just ter- well, just in terms of how much this area has grown. Oh, yeah. oh. not to mention Jerry, Jerry brought up the fact that we have changed since then. Yes, we have. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I, I came up with this wonderful christmas idea you know it's always hard hard to figure out uh what gifts to give certain people right and so i thought about it and thought about it of course i have my best ideas now at two o'clock in the morning that's what you said yeah and uh so that's because can't you can't keep track of the time <laughs> no my bladder Oh, keeps okay. uh, track of the time. His bladder is doing the thinking for him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so I could hardly wait to tell my son, Jeremy, what I thought about. So you woke for up for a Christmas gift. I thought about it because I was so excited. And uh, what it was was a car wash. Give everybody An entire a, coo- car? a coupon oh, okay. for the car wash. And so I told him. When I he woke up, I told him in the morning. Uh, he said, "Dad, that's an old person's." Man, deal. he's mean. I know it. And said, uh, "That's an old guy's." He said nobody gives car washes. <laughs> well, I hope you re- re- return that. That's uh, why your car is so dirty all the time. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> he said. That the rain washes his car. No, oh. that's uh, not, not not good. Not, not well. well. Yeah, that's, that's just young people's thinking, you know. But back in our days, we had car washes. Our parents had car washes, twenty-four hours a day, sleeping in their house. No, because we'd be out there washing that car. But anyway, he he was. Tell, uh, uh, telling some of the people that I was going to give a car wash to <laughs> the uh, how ridiculous my con- my idea was. And they liked it. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We were just talking about that yesterday. We need to get our car washed. Yeah. So he begrudgingly had to go out and get me some car wash car- car- uh, coupons. Yeah, I think it's a good gift. I've given it some years, and uh, oh, yeah. it seems like it's been appreciated. Absolutely. Especially those old people. Hmm. <laughs> it was odd. I saw people, you know how misty it was yesterday, too, up until it, the yeah. sun broke out. Yeah, we were driving back. Uh, we went to, <laughs> to a little walk in the park, and there were people at the car wash washing their car. It's like, why? Yeah. You're going to drive out in the rain again. <laughs> but they were. There you no, go. it's just a... Uh, Feel, a feeling on a, you know, if you got a little time and you, you've uh, been thinking about the car, getting the car cleaned up, and it just, yeah, it's, it's a nice gesture, I think. Yeah. 
Kevin got a question. So you gave people a coupon that said you'd come wash their car? No. I should have given them a coupon that Jeremy would come. Oh, okay, yeah, that would they would have really liked that. That'll teach you. Yeah. (laughs) All right, got a couple minutes left. Okay, uh, Kevin had a question in his in his uh, column yesterday. Said most of the leaf drop is by my oak and pecan trees. Why isn't the tannic chemistry of the leaves a problem here like it used to be out east? So anyway, uh, uh, first of all, that started because of walnuts, not yeah. not oaks and pecans. And I think it got to be one of those uh, extended and expanded without <laughs> any real evidence. Right, right. Just got because uh, they do have some tannins in them, the oaks and the pecans. No, but, but the ones that kill plants. Uh, deadly on uh, tomatoes especially is walnut yeah and it has uh juglins the the chemical is called juglins j-u-g-l-a-n-s i think it is i remember right they could you could even uh some of the walnuts had areas around yeah. there where there's nothing absolutely nothing yeah now I've seen uh, in Tennessee. I, well, of course, we got big walnuts in our yard. There in Tennessee, have forever, and uh, I've seen uh, hostas grow under those walnut trees, but nothing else huh. will grow under that. Uh, Calvin Answer says we scientists may have o- overestimated those leaves' negative chemistry out of east. But even if we didn't, the tannic acids and other chemicals in some of those leaves are really not a negative factor in our situation because our soil is mostly is highly buffered alkaline uh, and, and mixed that quickly make and <laughs> and is mostly highly alkaline mixed that quickly overcomes any available acidity. So uh, what what they're trying to get they're getting confused is uh, we can't keep in mind that you can't add too much acid to our yeah. alkaline soil. Yeah, just it's a, buffered. We've we've tried and tried and tried in many situations. <laughs> yeah, sulfur. Yeah, and everything. And I have poured concentrated sulfuric acid on our soils. And it's neutralized within minutes. Hmm. Concentrated sulfuric acid. Well, quite often it's enough to kill the existing plant that just well, yeah. doesn't persist. That's true. All right. We're going to say goodbye for 2021. Uh, it's right sad now. making me sad. Uh, no, I'm sorry. But we're back on. here in 2022. <laughs> so uh, you join us uh, with your gardening questions then. On behalf of the docs, have a great holiday. And on behalf of thanks to Al, doing a great job. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.